This is Unique Radio. Follow us on social media at We Unique Radio. That's We Unique Radio. Check it out, everybody. You are now tuned in to We Unique Radio with Will Casho and my team. And we have a very good show today. We have a special guest, a very good friend of mine, Mr. Caddy Customs. Caddy. Yeah. Yeah. So we got some Texas coming into the house. It sounds like Medina's a little under the weather with the cough, so you got to excuse us a little bit. I'm sorry. It's just so bad. Yeah. What do you you got like the Ebola virus over there? Uh, You know what? I'm a little plagued today, to be quite honest. Thank God she's on the other side of this table. Yeah, but she's right across from me. So I don't know. I mean, we are closed in in this beautiful studio, so we're pretty much (laughs) baking out in her germs. Well, listen, I was told it was viral. Okay. Oh, great. Thanks. Music to my awesome. ears. Yeah, Leo, where's those wipes? <laughs> Look, I brought my own sa- hand sanitizer. I'm I'm prepared over here. Just you know. Okay, okay. She, she does have her little uh, immune station over there. I got to give her credit <laughs> my, for that. My immunity. <laughs> well, I got to say that we have. You know, I'm really excited about today's show. Um, obviously, the past couple of shows we've been on the road. Right. We spent at, two weeks at the auto show. At the auto show. So I'm, I'm really happy to get back here in the studio. Um. And what do we have? What do we got going on today? There's a lot of stuff happening in the news. There is. We got draft weekend. Uh, big shout. Uh, we got uh, the Jets and the Giants. They got some draft picks because uh, we didn't have great season. So, obviously, no. we get some draft picks. Well, the Jets always have a great draft pick, Don't I go feel there. like. Listen, Little Will is now a Raider fan. I'm I'm very happy so for that. The Raiders just got Marshawn Lynch. Yes. And... Uh, we also got a, a good friend of ours that also on the team that's going to be playing with Marshawn in the yes. backfield. So that's going to be great. We're going to talk to you about a little bit about Jalen, uh, but that's down the road. So because I think he got a signing today. J- Jalen's out I think here, so, he? yes. Yeah, Jalen's he out here doing a signing. Yep. He is in, uh, I think he's in Jersey, actually. Is he? Yeah, I think he's in nice. uh, Jersey doing he's a signing. The, he's in the tri-state area. Yeah, we were trying to get him here uh, to, the, uh, to the studio, but I know he had a signing. But there's a lot of stuff happening, the draft weekend. Um, I think you guys also have the movie that just stuff uh, is breaking records like crazy. I know it blows my mind. The what, fate what? of the Furious. We talked about that a little bit last week at the auto show, right? But it is still still number records. one. It's just breaking records, huh? I mean, like I haven't even watched it to be honest. I didn't get an invite for the the screening. How the, I don't know why. But how I, dare they? Who is my publicist? I don't know. You know, hey, uh, we need to get, you know, we definitely need to get, uh, I got to definitely watch that movie. I heard it's really off the I chain. watched it. I mean, the action sequences, with these Fast and the Furious movies, the cars are really the stars and the action sequences, and there's this one action sequence. I don't want to give too much away. You watched it? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, nice. No, it was he a, has a better publicist. I know, my publicist. <laughs> I don't want to uh, give her name out because, but no. It Why was, does it have to be a female? Because it's nice when you walk onto a red car. I've never been on a red carpet. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> With a be- attractive woman. Because most publicists seem to be female. I rarely have seen a male publicist. Wait a minute. Isn't Aria? Uh, no, he's an agent. Isn't the guy from uh, Entourage? Oh, no. He's, oh, he's yeah. an agent. He's an agent? Yeah. He's an agent? Mm-hmm. It's right. different. Yeah. It's sometimes Ari it, Gold? I, yeah. I, you know, I'd rather have Aria as my publicist and manager and agent. Or get shit done. just get a good hype man just to go out there and, and hype you up. But yeah, the movie, it was very good. The action sequences, I loved. It's just at this point, though, I feel like... They were driving through icebergs or something? There's on, on like this frozen lake getting chased by a submarine. The Rock 
grabs onto a, a missile and, and hangs on out of the side <laughs> oh, of the Oh, that was car. in the preview. You're not giving anything away. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why I was able to right. say that because I, I'm not giving So you watched away. the preview or you watched the movie? No, I watched the movie. Nice. I, li- I liked it, but it's just maybe it's me. I just feel like it's getting redundant at this point. I don't know what they're going to do for the next one because they had a whole turn with. Well, they already had Dom. cars going from one building into another in Dubai, right? Yeah. Right. It's um, like, so it's really getting crazy now. But how, but you know what's really crazy? Maybe it's going to go to the Mar- like I don't know, maybe it's a space or something, a car. Go- I wouldn't right? be surprised. Right? That, so that got to be that. You just cars said, and you stratosphere. Just, exactly. But you just said the key word. You're not sure what they're going to do in the next movie, but they're betting you want to find out. Yeah. So that's, that's right. That's the strategy. So what? Where was the? What, where they're at at the numbers? It's over a hundred million dollars. No, no, way more than that. Way more than that. Well, we're gonna get into that later when we uh, go into um, the movies. The movies, yeah, because what basically that movie set so so many records. But then it got me thinking of like what other car movies have been around all these years and why they weren't as popular. Now maybe it's just a time period thing. Do you think it's social media thing? Do you think it was? Just all because of Paul Walker, you know what I mean? Or right. the cast is it because it's the same cast? But hey, and so, you know what? And Medina is definitely she's definitely putting me back into check because at the end of the day, I'm going from like one thing to the other extreme. So where are we at right now, Medina? What what we got going on? What we got going on? Yes. Yeah. What's you, up? You, you it. Let, we went from we went right to the movies. I'm sorry, I was getting excited. So what is up? <laughs> well, right no, now? you start talking about the the. Is um, it the ten ugliest crossovers? Tell me what no, we got going on. Tell no. me what we got going on. You started to okay. So no, set me up. Let's go, baby. Let's go. You mentioned the the fast and the, the fate <laughs> of the <laughs> no, furious. I threw up. Set me up. Where are we doing? Where are we at? On the spot. You mentioned the fate of the furious. Yes. So I said we could talk about the numbers later when we get more into the fate and the furious because then we're also going to talk about some of the best car movies that we've seen I in can't our wait lifetime. For that. Yes, yes, that's going to be amazing. You know, I'm sure there's, there's a list and list of them on the internet, but I know that a lot of people have their own picks. There's like Le Mans, there's Taxi Driver, there's the movie Locke. There's so so many. Hey, I'm a paid in full. That's it, that, and that's not even a car movie. Nice, but they had so <laughs> many car scenes in that movie. Paid in full. Well, what is paid oh in full? God. Oh come on, man! I never saw it. No, come I'm serious. On, really? Seriously? Yeah, uh, I well, wouldn't. I wouldn't I lie. Bring it up I mean, on, I would bring but... it up on that laptop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nice. <laughs> well, there's just a lot happening right now. And just most recently, just to get right into the automotive, automotive news. Automotive. <laughs> automotive. You know, there's been a huge thing right now with, you know, the self-driving vehicles, right? We heard that Google has either they did or they're going to be putting out a self. I'm against that. I want to make sure I'm driving the car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how I feel about all of it, but in any case, you know, um, the Lexus RX 450 H SUV emerged from an Apple facility this week. Emerged. Yeah. And it was kitted out with an array of sensors and all this stuff on it. And um, this is their, basically their test autonomous vehicle and it was the first one that came out in in california and it was seen on the roads of silicon valley by apple uh it's by apple yeah so they're using a lexus and it it, it looks really pretty i mean but the thing i don't get is there in the picture there's someone driving it so how is that autonomous probably because just in case the software or hardware whatever goes on the fritz they need someone behind the wheel for probably legal reasons but i don't think it looks pretty i think if you look at this car there's just all this hardware on the front bumper. On the front it, bumper, on the look at that at the top. I guess of that's it, like the sensors and stuff, so it could gauge right. like where it's I, going. I don't or. think we can aftermarket a bumper around that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Yeah, no. Like how? We can, yo, I need you to do my car all custom. Visual. Yeah, but I'm gonna have it drive itself. 
<laughs> What's yeah. the sense of having a car? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I don't get it. But either. you know, speaking of autonomous vehicles, I know Rick, you spoke uh, last week with um, Ford, and they were talking about their autonomous program. So it seems like it's almost like an arms race of sort to see who's the f- who's going to be the first auto manufacturer to come out with the autonomous vehicles. So it's going to be interesting. And that's really technology. And it wasn't just Ford. It was Ford and Chevrolet. I yeah, know Omar O'Day of Ford I spoke to and uh, Fred Liguori of Chevrolet. And it is an arms race that's going on with these autonomous cars. And I think, again, I, I get your point, Will, where for car lovers, it doesn't make sense because there's a satisfaction that comes with sitting in the car and actually being at control of the steering wheel. But I think when it comes to the handicapped, I think also with businesses and corporations with shipping goods and, and cutting costs, it's a double-edged sword because you're going to have jobs that are lost that's happening right now to automation. But when it comes to delivering goods and, and the productivity of certain companies, the handicapped, like I just mentioned, it could definitely have some benefits to it. I mean, I still think that, you know, driving the car is what makes the passion. You know, you want to feel the the power. You want to be in control of that vehicle. Um, I mean, what that really says a, a lot about things that what people are starting to get lazy. They don't even want to drive a car. I mean, that's just shows. But there also there also could be automation that could be useful because of convenience. For example, say you're at the mall and it's freezing out and snowing and you want your car just to pull up in front of where you are at the mall and where you're exiting so you don't have to walk through the parking lot and potentially lazy on ice. that's what i'm saying it's oh no showing, it's gonna turn it's showing the, a lot it's showing a lot of laziness is what's going yeah. on it's gonna turn into the movie wally We're oh my god when they're just, like in those like ho- ho- like <laughs> those hover wheelchairs things, and they're yeah. just like eating and drinking either or, that or skynet's gonna go live and the car is just gonna become maximum overdrive well and what about overtake us. even you know the cars right now that they self-park themselves I always think that's so crazy because, you know, I live and work in the city. And when I take my car into the city, I'm like every two seconds looking at the. There's some spots that I know I'm going to make my car fit. And I do by an inch and an inch off from the top and the tail. But how can I? That uh, means you're not really crazy about your car. No, See, what's called? You, no, no, no. It's called I can't find parking and I'm trying to do this. No, I don't want them to kiss my bumper. I'm not I'm, worried about how I park. I'm worried about the one that's going to be pulling What out. I'm saying You're is, worried about me. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is there's Everybody's a lot of spaces. Everybody's worried about you, Rick. <laughs> yeah, with that car he drives. There's a lot of, oh my God. There's a lot of spaces that look like you won't be able to fit, but in actuality you do, giving space in between. How can the cars that do the automatic parallel park do that? Or does it have to be a certain length? Do you know what I mean? Because if you're looking in the city for a parking space, you're going to get screwed if it's it can only be a certain distance. I don't know. Does right. it have a camera? Like how many feet it, it is? Does. That's what I'm saying. Sensors. It uses the radar technology that's already based in the car. So you know when you're backing up and the, the colors change on the screen, yeah. it goes from green to yellow to red. I don't it's using that. that same technology I don't trust to park. It either, man. But also, Rick had another great interview. I believe it was with BMW. Uh, and their new technology lets you actually get out of the car as the driver and park it with the key. So you use the this key as a touchpad on it, and you can actually park the car from outside. So we're getting to that point right now where you so don't it becomes even have like to a be remote control car. car. Exactly. I'm not trying to deal with that. I want to drive. <laughs> I want to park my own car. I want to know if, who's going to be. In, I'm going to look at first. Though the first thing I always do is if I ever park on the street, which I really don't, very rarely. Um, but if I do, I look at the car that's going to be in the front of it, 
and also on the back of it. And it looks like it's all dinged up and the bump is half off. If or it's whatever. my car, if you see <laughs> right. my car, yeah. you run. I'm, I'm not parking my but shit see, there at all. Because that means they don't really care right, but about he, their car. So but, they're going to not care about yours neither. Oh, uh, that's right. me. But like you, they'll, that they'll only, be like, oops, I'll yeah. fit it. I'll move it out <laughs> the way. Yeah. I'm not dealing with it. But that. that only works so much because you can't control. Like, let's say you pull in, the both cars look amazing. I've seen guys push a right, car. Exactly. How about a little but, love tap? L- but let's just say both so cars like look that. amazing. So you're like, all right, I'm good. That guy's driving an S550 and that guy's driving a you know, whatever it is. You're yeah. comfortable. He pulls your car out, to, I pull in. Right, exactly. <laughs> You've already left. Well, you, first off, I don't park my cars for a long period of time. So right. it's going to be very quick. And usually I got Leo. So he usually right. stays with the car. So I'm double. Parking. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. I, I just usually. Yeah, then you just got to worry about Leo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Leo's. We got the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> another, but another, and I know we need to get to some other news. But another function of a self-driving autonomous car is drunk drivers. People, if they have the function, drunk of, drivers, they shouldn't be driving at all. No, I'm saying so why they're gonna be parking. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm I know, they should seriously. park their ass on the couch. But isn't you shouldn't isn't, be driving, right? This is no, yeah. no. I'm saying they're not driving. If it's an autonomous car that drives itself. This that's what it, that that's what they're oh, doing. Oh, so you there. can so the jump car into your passenger seat. designated driver. Exactly, Got that's it. what I mean. So that means right. if you hit the button, if you're drunk and you hit the wrong button, like backwards, you're going supposed to be going forward. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone drinking shouldn't be in a car. Period. If even if it's self driving. But then you get into a situation where like this is just looking ahead to f- just call future, Uber. Yeah, to yeah. future problems, right? So imagine we have a problem now with when you're intoxicated <laughs> and you drunk dial somebody, right? Now, let's say you're drunk dial your ex. Now you might be, you know, drunk automated driving to your ex's house because you have to put in the address. You know what I'm That's saying? That's where you want to go. Uh, so Ricky, you, you're, you're just going to be screwed. Sh- Ricky's just going to be showing up at his ex's house. <laughs> I know. It's going to be like the I'm live sorry. action movie of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride starring Ricky. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what we're talking about with autonomous cars. But I think we have some more stuff uh, in the news. What, what well, else? Well, speaking we of here? wild rides, so basically there was this music festival that was put on called the Fire Festival. Fire. And you know, a lot of people spend a lot of money on these tickets, anywhere ranging from a thousand to about ten thousand dollars. But Damn. when they showed up, it that's was not bad to be in the Bahamas. Um, they showed up, and the accommodations that they were promised were not there, and it uh, that happens. Like Looked like That's a refugee to me camp. Yeah. So people were taking pictures on Twitter and like showing it like, oh, this is the concierge. This is where we're supposed to stay. And it just uh, get over it. It didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like all these rich snobby kids. I'm like, come on, man. Day, like, who cares? At the end of the day, you're in the Bahamas. You're having a great time. You're relaxing. Yeah, you're supposed but, to be on the beach. Yeah, but sipping on a margarita or something. You know, I drink a lot. What are you worrying about the accommodations? I kind of felt bad for Ja Rule, but you know, I have to give him a lot of credit because you know he was. It was him and uh, another person that was putting this together, and you know, it wasn't his fault per se, and he put it out there that. Even though it wasn't his fault, he was going to take full responsibility and he wanted to refund everybody. He wanted to put this festival out there so that he could have, a, you know, so that everyone could have a good time. And, you know, it, it just didn't happen that way. Yeah, John so. Rule probably was staying at a nice place, so I don't feel bad for him. He, you know, I, I'm glad that he that he stepped up and he took. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad that he took responsibility and he apologized for that. If but you can afford a thousand dollar ticket, you can't afford to just. Get another hotel But that's what I said. Why don't you just go to another island? And another thing, they have this whole thing now called Instagram influencers who are people like, you know, the Kendall Jenner and the Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, I love her. And all these. Really? Emily Ratajkowski? Oh, my God. 
You know who Emily Ratajkowski is? She doesn't do anything. I don't even know who she is. Listen to me. I've never she doesn't even heard do anything. Name. What does she do? Watch the uncensored blurred lines okay, hold on. video. Let me, and let me I'll tell show you this. what she can do. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> she can bounce. <laughs> let me tell you something. Besides that and that other movie, she was like the girlfriend in Gone Girl. And she was also played oh. that little part in the movie, the version of, you talked about Ari Gold. Um, during Entourage. the break, Entourage. She was also in uh, We Are Your Friends. Okay, but let me tell you something. Zach Efron, he is a what big name What do you have, her star. IMDb over there? I love her. I'm obsessed. <laughs> when I had met her, or sorry, I didn't meet her, but when she, how can I even put this out there? She came to do some interviews, and all her people were like, you know what, we're not going to talk about blurred lines. We're moving on from blurred lines. We're not going to talk about blurred lines. Basically, I guess because she didn't want her image to be associated with that video. But all you see her doing on her Instagram is showing off her body worse than the Blurred Line videos ever was, putting out these racy pictures, doing all this stuff. So tell me, wh why try to move away from the one thing that made you famous, A, Wh and then two, tell your PR people to tell other people that that's not what you're going to talk about, but that's all you're doing on your Instagram. It just, it's such an oxymoron and hypocrisy, and I don't like it. You've been so focused on bringing us the news that you didn't realize that someone switched your water with Haterade. So something that we can talk about now before we get into the movies, because I know we're going to be talking about that a little bit later, but uh, there's some interesting stuff going on in sports right now. Obviously, we're in the NFL draft time right yeah. now, but NBA is also still going on. Teams are going to the finals. Yes. It's, I, it's very exciting. Yes. Uh, the Thunder got knocked out by, by Houston, uh, the Rockets. So now they... They get to play against, I think, um, what? I think they got to play against, uh, do they have, they got to play against uh, the Golden State Warriors? I, um, no, I think not. Actually, I think Golden State has to play against um, the winner of Utah and. Uh, and the Clippers. Yeah, did the Clippers win last night? They did win last night. So now, no, the, they now the series oh, at is least tied Billy up. Crystal's happy. That's <laughs> 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 all on TNT. No, they were killing them. Oh man! But yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting series, and I'm I'm actually very happy for the Clippers because they're doing very well. And I felt like the way they played in the first couple of games wasn't that great, but now they tied up the series, so they have a chance. I, I don't know. I'm just not a big. I I'm can't get excited. Yeah, I can't get excited about Utah though. I don't know what yeah, it but is. They're an underdog. That's why. I mean, it's just they always been a little bit like you know. I mean, I don't know. John Stockton days and Carmelo, like they were just always like a solid team. But now I think that San Antonio took that spot over. They just get it done. Exactly. See, so for me, San it's, Antonio's serious. I can't get into the uh, NBA Finals ever since. I'm just so depressed about how the Knicks have just completely. Oh, let's tanked. not talk. About let's not that. talk about the Knicks. Why would it yeah. go there? But remember, is though, the, the late is 90s. The NBA draft coming. <laughs> I mean, oh, here we, we need go. A, we, we need a draft. This thing. is this is what this is what Knicks fans always start out with. Of course, because we're the late 90s. Remember those teams. With guys like Mace and Oakley, rest in peace. There, yeah, there was there yeah. was an attitude and just I mean, Latrell Sprewell. Well, was just I amazing. feel like that that was a Knicks, but that was also a league, a kind of a league. Feeling oh yeah, too. of the, course. The game has changed so much since then, but it those, was so gritty. The '90s Knicks were amazing. Yeah, it was so gritty. Even back in the days with like Bill Lambeer. I remember there was a super bad boys. Yeah, yeah. the bad boys. Remember the Pistons? They were yes. just they were, they were just. Isaiah, oh yo, yo, my the God. Celtics just—they just beat Chicago last night. They yes. just won. Now they moved. On, they move on. 
Um, I think Isaiah is doing it for, you know, us short guys. I mean, my man is just doing it. <laughs> Big Wait, ups to Isaiah. When you say short, do you mean like six foot two and no. compared to like seven foot three? No, I'm like five seven. So we're like, you know, five, I, mean, I wish I was five seven. But You're like Spud Webb. Yeah. Not a, I'm a little taller than Spud. <laughs> All right, Bugsy he, can, he, can, he can definitely jump a lot yeah. higher than I can. But um, no, I mean, honestly, I just his game is serious. I mean, you could just see the different kind of plays they designed for Isaiah. He just. He just gets it done. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just, you know, he's definitely nice with it. You just, you get these guys that they just, they weave in and out. And and it's amazing when you have those guys that are undersized, especially for basketball, that figure out a way to just, they're just too fast in the way that they navigate the court. Oh, the speed right now. It's incredible. And the playoffs, the speed just tremendously jumps up, I think, in any sports. And, uh, yeah, I mean, big shout out to, to Boston, and we get a lot of fans from from the yes. Mass area, yes. UMass area. Like we get a lot of uh, fans from out there uh, tweeting and thank you for following us. And um, just wanted to throw that out there because you know this Boston, everything has shifted like from New York to Boston. Like what happened to my Yankees? What happened to my Knicks? Like everything is Boston Celtics. You know why? I'll explain why because because Boston and Massachusetts, the New England area, has a camaraderie that New York, I feel, doesn't have anymore because we're always going against our own New York versus Mets. Like, for example, I know a lot of people don't agree with me, but I'm, I'm more of a Yankees fan than a Mets fan, but I grew up watching the Mets. So if the Yankees don't go forward towards the playoffs and the Mets do, guess who I'm rooting for? I'm rooting for the Mets because I'm all about New York. Right. But people who are not... A fan of the Yankees, they'll be like, hey, hey, F hey, the talk, Mets. I, I, I'm the same way. And they'll you. be like, go I Phillies. Go for, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, all about New York. New York. If the Same thing. I'm a Giants fan. But if the Jets start advancing, I'm like, I'm all about New York. Let's go Jets. Same thing with the Rangers, Islanders. I'm a Rangers fan. But if the Islanders somehow made their way into Blast some kind of play. You know, because I'm all about New York. But in Massachusetts, you only have. You have their main But they team. don't have options. That's right. Yes, too. but that's why they're that's, that's why they're able to have that camaraderie. It's all about their teams. There's no division. New York, we're so divided. Well, the Yankees, well, we, got, Yankee, we got over eight million people here. That's it's tough. I mean, they it's like you have two different. Uh, we have enough for two teams. Right? Yankees fans, we have enough for three teams. They're, really. they're I mean, look at the Brooklyn Nets. Look at it. You know, we got the Knicks, but unfortunately, both teams, you know, didn't do too well. Right. But Yankees fans, it's a whole different thing because when the Yankees were doing really well, and just the fact that baseball was America's pastime for a while, now football is completely overtaking that. That uh, that crown, you had a lot of people who were bandwagon fans who didn't really follow the Yankees when they sucked in the '80s. They didn't really care about the Yankees when they were irrelevant. That when they started doing good, it became like this exclusive club where hey hey hey, they would six t- Yankees. Listen, we were we were doing some work. No, I, yeah, I get that. And '98 and '99. You get yeah. people who they Don't they'll say talk 90s. Yeah. they'll talk smack about the Mets and and. The Mets are doing good. They got a great pitching staff. I think they got a great team. I mean, they're not doing good right now, but they've got a lot of potential. They're gonna be. They're gonna be in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I I just think the Nationals are really nice with it as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's too early for baseball for me. I'm like right now, I'm in NBA mode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm watching the the Forty Knights of TNT. You don't watch the Rangers. You don't watch hockey. I've watched a couple hockey games. They're, they're interesting. Yeah. But I'm not, the you know, I can't, I can't ice skate that well. They're going to have this. <laughs> so I, it's hard for me to relate to a game that I really can't do. Yeah. So I, I play baseball. I play, you know, football. I See, that's the difference so. between you and me, though. And I think we proved this very well on uh, last season of Unique Rides. Right. What's that? I can enjoy the NBA even though I can't play the sport. You and don't we, got game? No, we clearly saw. 
how horrible I was at shooting a basketball. You could shoot pretty well, though. You did okay. Well, let's just say it was it was edited a little unfairly, but I don't know what you're talking about. It was pretty. There. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I think I need about. to go back to this episode. Would you yeah. have like a team game? Yeah, we would just. It was play a one like, on one. Yeah, it's no, it's like uh, around the world, you know. Mm. Horse. Best, best, yeah, a little best of best, <laughs> but um, you know, I think that. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, because you you like you like hockey? No, I don't like hockey, but this I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't not like it because it's I'm I've I can't ice skate and I just don't. It doesn't appeal to me. I just I don't get that though. I don't like. I, I can't do gymnastics or figure skating, but I watch the Olympics and I, I can appreciate the skill. That right, that's what I'm it. saying. I agree. Yeah, no, I think that I I think that hockey players are, are very phenomenal athletes. I mean, they conditioned. I mean, to do what they do on ice, um, that's got to be very tiring. The thing that oh, it speed, is. Trust me. Speed. What you play? Do you play hockey? I played my whole life. Okay, that's why you like hockey. Yeah, but I, I don't play other. hockey. That's why. You know, yeah, but again, it's hard I, for me to understand that. I don't uh, do looking at a black puck go to a net. Like it's like, how do you play defensive schemes? I I got to know the game. For me to get into it, I got to know the game. You got to just start watching, man. It's like anything. I else. watched it. It's hard to watch a black puck just going <laughs> back and forth. It's a small puck, and it's about how many guys are on the on the, on the ring. So you were so you were in ten. You, you probably would have been into it if they stuck with uh, the fox where the the puck glowed. Oh, remember that? So you could yeah, see it a little was bit hot better. With a little flash. First right. off, but true the, hockey fans, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They, you guys weren't too happy about the oh, puck. it sucked. It, but that was before there was HD. Now with HD, you should be able to see the puck perfectly. But right. in the projects, they don't really promote hockey. Yeah, that's true. It's usually a basketball or like a softball or a hardball. Right. Yeah, or something football. you can throw. Right. Or football. Yeah, right. basically. So in, in the projects, we then I hey listen, I I don't know actually like those shin guards. They I used to think them like like a cereal. Like a checks, <laughs> yeah, like text a text thing. Yeah, you talking about the goalie with yeah, the goalie? The goalie, yeah, the goalie oh my god! Like a frosted mini wheat. I used to look yeah. at that. I used to be like, damn, I want to munch on one of those. <laughs> you know but I'll tell you what I really respect, even though I'm not a hockey fan. What I really love about hockey is the fact that they're keeping it truer to the original sport. They're still allowing the fights. They're still allowing. I feel like, um, the you know, as as one of my favorite. Uh, you know, podcasters, Michael Rappaport says he calls it the skinny genification of the NBA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I'll be on. I'll tell you this, though. The hockey players, they get hot chicks. Yeah. I mean, they but get all the models. Yeah. For some reason. Guilty all, is charged. Yo. They get <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me find out, Rick. Who you, who you dating, Rick? You got a model? I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. You got a model, Rick? <laughs> let Ricky, me find out. what's going on, oh, man? Shit, we, who are you dating? I don't like to kiss and tell. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Let me find out you get a Sports foremost. Illustrated chick. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, I honestly, to be quite honest, I think any athlete gets any model and any of the hot chicks like that. No, oh, I don't know about that. There's UFC a- fighters, they get hot, hot chicks. Hey, listen, what about the car builders? Not me. <laughs> Yo, I'm taking. That's not true. You got a I was gonna say wife. she's yes. she's hot, man. Yes, she's hot. <laughs> but there I'm just go. gonna tell you. Let me tell you, the car builders. Though, I mean, hey, they, all the chicks. I mean, they love car builders. Right. Look at the car shows because oh, they get yeah. kind of dirty and they get kind of you know like under the hood and they just get all like. Yeah. Well, because you know? it's a it's a masculine profession, but yeah. it also takes a certain level of artistry and creativity. And it's all those little things that factor together that attract women at the car show. They were banging. Of uh, women, I was going to say broads, but Medina's was going to pounce on I me. I wouldn't have pounced on you. They're beauties. I listen, there was a bunch of hot guys. So where, so, where, so where are we at right here? So tell me what's going on here. 
Well, we were getting into the sports news, so I thought, you know, why not talk about, since we were talking about uh, baseball and everything, oh, how about Derek? Yankees. Yeah, Derek yeah. Jeter. We were talking about the Yankees earlier. Jer- Derek Jeter. Derek and, Jeter. And, and my boy, Jeb Bush. Okay, can we just stop it right there? We're not going to go anywhere further from Jeb. just saying Jeb Bush. Okay, but hold on a second. I, it wasn't going anywhere Why is he further? buying the Mi- Miami Marlins is always for sale. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. All it time. is. Why is it always for sale? And you know, this this problem started back. I, I feel like it's a culture in Florida where they, it's it's not like New York. So you guys don't understand because you're from here. You guys have a very passionate professional sports. You guys are very passionate about professional sports. Floridians are not that passionate Floridians about sports. Floridians are not passionate the dolphins about are. As not as passionate it's about pro sports. They're getting blown out in the first quarter. Or they're That's Yankees true. fans. Most of them are Yankees fans. But more importantly, they're college sports fans. That's where, you know, mm, that's the where the... Gators. Ma- and, yeah. Whatever it is. But it just, They're passionate about beach. And the salt life. <laughs> and the beach life. And the life. bath the salt life. Exactly. Well, we're not going to go about... We're going to talk about that. They, uh, they have to be fishing for Marlins. <laughs> We're not talking about that ooey right now. I don't but, know. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if we want to stay on too much of this topic. I think... Uh, Big shot that Derek Jeter's planning on buying the Mons. He'll probably turn that whole franchise around because he's a winner. Exactly. Well, that's he's what a they're Yankee hoping for. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, just, it's always up for sale, though. One point three four billion dollars is what they uh, they got to come up with a billion dollars from investors in one order to buy billion it. dollars. DJ, give us a call. We don't. You don't have to spend a billion dollars on unique radio. Right. We got you covered, baby. <laughs> um, all right. So that's cool. So what's this with this concert stuff? Oh yeah, so I see um, you got this on here, uh, Medina. What do we got going on? What what's happening in the Bahamas, Medina? So basically, I want to go to the Bahamas. Ja Rule, Ja Rule was putting together a concert, uh, like festival. Because you know, okay, so the big thing right now is a bunch of festivals, right? You know, you have the Coachella, which used to be about music, but now it's apparently how you know what you're wearing that's all it's about and then all these people like kylie jenner and emily radajowski what's this term instagram influencers is that that's like a what new they thing? are yeah i guess there's a lot of people that are on instagram and they influence other people to be a part of a certain kind of they lifestyle get paid for that i don't know if they get paid actually but they just like they see something and they're like oh i want to do what they're doing so basically there was this festival called the fire festival but it was spelled f-y-r-e which was started by uh ja rule Ja Rule. And uh, another gentleman, actually, uh, but I don't know his name at the moment. But anyway, so they wanted to put together this uh, festival. No, his name is Billy. That's Ja Rule's real name? No. I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> not his real name. Listen, man, don't be don't be messing with the rule. I like Ja Rule. I was asking. A little levity w- never hurt anyone, but <laughs> we want to know. So anyway, so they so basically they were supposed to get all these people there, like Blink 182 and Major Laser and Basically, all these people started buying tickets to come to this festival, basically anywhere between a thousand to ten thousand dollars. Is this what it came out in the New York Times? And this was in the New York Times, yeah. And as soon as people started showing up, they were in complete disarray of how this was set up. All the luxury accommodations that were supposed to be there, the cuisine, the food, all that nothing was set up, nothing was ready. People were taking pictures, people were tweeting. How it was like a refugee how does, camp. How does something like this happen? Where I, I could understand one accommodation not coming through. So when you're putting on a big event like this, things happen, things get messed up, whatever. But how does the entire event go into such disarray when you have such big names promoting it? Because f- for me, this fire Festival basically looks like they were trying to be Coachella because Coachella's like... Coachella in the Bahamas? Yeah, the be-all, end-all when it comes to 
concert events. But how does something like this just completely fall apart? It, it, it just shows like it, I have the feeling that this is some kind of scam. Well, so to that, you're saying a scam. Ja Rule actually uh, wrote on his Twitter saying that, you know, we're working right now on getting everyone off the island safely because when people showed up there, there was no accommodation. So people were essentially kind of stuck there. But then I'm thinking, damn, if you could afford those $10,000 tickets, I'm sure you could fly yourself to the next island over and be chilling. But anyway, hey, I, I digress. Was at, I was at Woodstock 99. And when you take away simple amenities like a porta potty, stuff becomes like The Walking Dead pretty fast. Humans right. <laughs> at our core are savages. Yeah, but that was so $130 is, a ticket. These people paid like $5,000. That's for why a I'm ticket. saying if they yeah, paid this was money. An, that was in upstate New York. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But these people that paid this money, and I don't blame Ja Rule because he's an artist. Any of the no, artists, he's, yeah, he's not the he's not the right. event he's not the organizer. Yeah, but, yeah. so he's I feel bad. For no, ja Rule. of course not. But right. because his name is attached to it, um, you know, he said, "I will make a statement soon. I'm heart- heartbroken about this. Yeah, I sure wanted this is. to be an amazing I mean. event. It was not a scam." He's like, even though it wasn't my fault, I truly apologize. But I'm taking full responsibility. And you know what? I have to say, I really respect him for that because right. even you know, anyone could have been like, you know what? I had nothing to do with that. They would not listen to me this and this and that but he said listen even though it i had nothing to do with the reason why it didn't come together specifically i will still take responsibility for it so and he's refu- he wants to refund everybody which i think is great that's great and I'm, I'm looking at the pictures that they posted in this uh new york times article and it's it looks at it looks like they just set it up like oh people are going to be coming to the bahamas it's just going to be sexy like people are just gonna be like, "Oh, I'm in the Bahamas. Cool. Let's, you know, this is gonna be amazing." And they're just like, "Womp womp." This yeah. is like. Well, I think also problem was is a few months ago when they were kind of doing a, um, what do you call them? Like a, like a demo maybe. They had people like uh, Kylie Jenner and or Kendall Jenner and a few of her model friends go and have these luxury accommodations and I guess they took pictures and put them on Instagram so it looked really fabulous right. and then so based right, off of that that ain't Ja Rule's problem yeah so no. then based off I mean, of that people are like oh I want to go that's not his fault well, that's the influencers that, that was the right. double edged sword by using Kylie Jenner and Emily Ratajkowski as Instagram influencers which is a new buzzword apparently because when you're doing an event like this you need to have your own PR team it has to be professionals doing it when you're leaving the marketing of your event to the instagram accounts of a kendall jenner or an emily radishkowski which they don't really have any sort of i mean they're probably getting paid but they don't have any sort of obligation to this concert right to promote it in a certain way you can't do that you have to have professionals going out and promoting it and posting pictures that are accurate i mean i'm looking at the picture this guy posted on Twitter, in, uh, expectation versus reality. On one side, it shows this luxurious bungalow on the beach. On the other side, it looks like a parking lot. Now, I'm curious how bad it actually was because this looks like it was a bunch of rich kids. So they probably thought that they were going to be balling on some yacht. I went on, I went on, on, a, on a couple different uh, hotel sites. And, you know, sometimes, you know, they show you these luxurious rooms. Uh, rooms. Right. And then you, I, I remember one time booking a room and uh, they probably Jimmy booked it for me, but <laughs> probably it was, it was in Daytona. I had to hey. go to Daytona. Uh, I think it was, um, it was uh, the uh, sound off out there that they have uh, in Daytona Beach every year. And I went out there and Jimmy, I think, booked the room for me. And he goes, "Oh, it's a nice room." And they, I get to this hotel and it was a, actually not a hotel; it was a motel. 
Ooh. So I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't look like the pictures that was on that site. And I'm flipping out. I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, I'm not sleeping in here. So what happens is that they show these rooms. Yeah, they, they renovated maybe two rooms in the hotel. But the other ones are old. Or just one so room. So they get, oops, that one is already taken. Oh. The one that's on the site, they have it. So at the end of the day, I mean, people do, they have stuff on sites all the time. I mean, so you can't, and it is what it is. But to Ricky's point, I agree with you. Are these people, like, if I had gone there, would I still been like, yo, this this is dope? Or is it because these kids are rich and they're used to a certain kind of exactly. imagery that they got there? And they're like, ugh, where I would have been like, cheese sandwich, hell yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't know, exactly. So we have a lot of things going on. There's a lot of news, um, a lot of different stuff. I went blank there for a second. We have Caddy, Caddy Customs. Customs. My boy Caddy is going to be on the show. That's right. Texas finest down there in D-Town. <laughs> but we got a really good show today, so please stay tuned. This segment of Unique Radio is powered by the legendary brands of Harmon International, including JBL, AKG, and Soundcraft. Connected car, connected services, lifestyle audio, or professional solutions, the brands of Harmon International have you covered. Visit them on the web at harman.com. H-A-R-M-A-N.com. Welcome back to We Unique Radio. And right now I got a special guest, a very good friend of mine, Mr. Caddy Customs. Mr. Caddy, how you doing, boss? Pretty good. How y'all doing down there? We got uh, Medina in the building. Uh, we got Ricky Bones and also Jimmy. What's going on, everybody? Hi. So, so tell me, uh, are you uh, working in the shop right now or what? No, I'm actually, I'm actually cleaning up the boat. But you cleaning up the boat during the week. Nice. Take a little break. Okay, okay. What kind of boat you got? A bayliner. A bayliner. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. 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 So let me tell. So, so where you have it? I'm actually working. I'm cleaning it. Oh, okay. I was about to say, because I know that you work a lot of hours. And uh, please tell us a little bit about, you know, about your business, where you are. I mean, I've been I've been to your establishment, and obviously you always have yeah. over 20 cars there. Yeah. Well, but, we're in big Texas, man, and, and you know how they say, do it big in Texas. Whereabouts and in Texas? We, we actually, we do collision. We do custom painting. We do custom audio upholstery. And where are you at in Texas, Caddy? And we're in DeSoto, Texas. It's like 15 minutes out of uh, Dallas downtown. Yeah, it's not too far. Let me tell you, the last downtown. time I went, yeah, last time I went to go see Caddy, right? And I've been to the shop a few times. My man's doing it big over there in D-Town. Uh, he's not that far from Dallas. Um, I met him through another good friend of mine. And uh, they're like, yo, you got to see what kind of operation he has. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I go up and I pull up. And what's really amazing about Caddy is that he has his whole family working there. His whole family. I mean, from his wife to uh, Mrs. Caddy yeah. to little Caddy to how many caddies you got? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, he has everybody hey, in the family. You only got two. It's me and little Caddy. But yeah, yeah. I Big mean, shout they, to little they, Caddy. They call them all like, like my wife. They call her Miss Caddy now. They kind of rubbed off. Yeah, yeah. And, well, that's their motto. Yeah, so. It's where automotive automotive dreams come become reality family and business collide they're like yeah. a um an automotive partridge family 
Nice. Nice. That was yeah. a good one there, right? Yeah, and it's funny because you have a little Will. He's got a little caddy. So it's it's nice <laughs> to see that uh, the lineage, the bloodline. Hey, it works. <laughs> yeah, it, works. it does. Junior, actually, little caddy's taking over. So, you know, little by little, he gets more in there and he's liking it. So I can kind of move, you know, away a little bit, but... Hold on, but Bianca, I don't know about that. Bianca be over there. She be writing up the tickets, man. I don't know. She's on point. His daughter is no joke. She is very knowledgeable about the business. She's with the wife, controlling the money, but... Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. We're very good at that. (laughs) But, but Caddy, so what you working on right now in the shop? What are you you working on now? Uh, We got got a 71 Cuda that we're doing like a Resto Mod. Okay. We're trying to finish up, and... We have, we have a new Jeep right now that we're working on. We're just doing a little audio. We're starting to get those. We didn't really get too many Jeeps, but, man, I can say I have a little bit of everything from. And they yeah, say. Yeah, right now, I mean, yesterday was a hectic day. That's why I'm out here at the lake. And it was just crazy. I didn't know which I was going. <laughs> You're <laughs> relaxing man. a little bit, huh? So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm out here by myself just, you know, cleaning up, but get a little free time, you know. That's always a good thing, you know, a little R&R. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah. in our business, you know, the automotive business, it's long, long hours. It's not, you know, it's yeah. not it's not actually when you leave, it's when you come in. There is no, like, yeah, it's, like, and, limitless. And like, mm-hmm. like, like, now I catch myself, you know, uh, dropping off cars. You know I mean? You, you know how you do it. If you were late on it, you want to make the customer happy, here we go. We're taking it. We're bringing it. So you catch yourself after hours, man. I mean, it, it was 9.30 yesterday. We were still taking a car. <laughs> yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. It's endless hours. I mean, it just it really is. I remember just uh, a few weeks ago, I had a customer call up, and they you know, they had a problem. And they, hey, Will, can uh, you figure it out? And, and I said, well, you're in the city? I said, okay. And I was actually taking my daughter to go co- go-karting. And I was like, baby, I can't take you. I got to take care of this customer. And it was like around 10 o'clock at night. Uh, I on didn't get Saturday. back to like yeah on a Saturday and um, you know it was a first time client you know you want to make sure that you able to service them and of course and our business I mean it's, it's all about service it really is and people yeah. don't see that part of the they always look at you know the wow they do nice cars they're getting paid well and they don't see the other side of the business so Caddy you know you probably you can really yeah, explain that as well man, you know they always pull up it must be nice to have this and then, I mean we do we do the cars so I'm the type of person that I live in. I like to drive with cars with rims and music. I mean, I just love it. So you get that, but they don't. They don't know the the you know the back part of it. You know the you know you you you're looking good when you're out there, but man, it's it, it's it's a little bit of work, man. And it, it, it sometimes, like the wife would say, that's enough already. That's enough. And, and <laughs> I'm just the type that likes to make people happy. You know. Nice. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, you definitely. I, I could tell you this right now. His wife, Miss Caddy, right? Let me tell you, she is no joke. Like you definitely, if you if, are you getting a car done there, she's definitely gonna see you on your way out. <laughs> and you definitely, yes. she's gonna make sure she handles the business. She really definitely has that shop, you know, with the whole business in line with everything. But that's what's so nice yeah. about it. Everyone's invested. She's been, she's been the heart of the shop. Like she, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't. There's no way I would have. Yeah, but tell me. To do all what I've done today, you know. There's no way. <laughs> no, I mean, and and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that your your wife actually was she was part of the you know she's always since she's been a, you know young she was already part yeah. of the body shop business right her dad or something like that it was already a family she business. Grew up, 
she grew up around her brothers and her dad. Her dad uh, did painting body. I mean, that's how I got into it. You know, we hooked up, and I was young, so I had to get to work. And 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 my father-in-law says, "Hey, this guy's pretty good size. He can go paint." And <laughs> once they introduced it to me, uh, it was crazy. Was I it, just took it to another level. Was this always in Texas? Yes, I used to live in Houston, and. H-Town. Houston was a little bit crazy, so I decided to move out here. I had an uncle that lived out here. So it's a little bit slower down here, I think. <laughs> Would you say what kind of style is the Texas? Is there a different kind of style when it comes to there's, Texas? I'm going to tell you what. There's everything out here, and I think that's why my business has grown because we do a little bit. There's the big trucks. I mean, it's a big scene of that. You have the ducks that... You know, they're coming out of Florida. I mean, that's coming out. And there's a, there's another culture called Slab, and where these rims stick out. That is very big here in Texas, Austin, Houston. And my son likes it. So people are coming from Houston. They're coming from Austin, San Antonio, because there's not many shops do that kind of work, the rims and the candy paint. So they're starting to draw towards my son. You know, they – they follow him on Instagram, and it's, I'm seeing it more and more. I'm like, wow, it's starting to grow even more around us. It's been around. It's what? like the low riders. Low riders have been around for a long time. You know, and it's, you see them in different cities, you know, stronger here. Or, but I think down here in Dallas is a little bit of everything. I mean, from <laughs> if you go to my shop, you're going to see hot rods. You're going to see slabs. You're going to see jeeps. I mean, old schools with white walls. I mean, we got them all. I mean, and I think that's what makes my business keep it, it's still growing. You know, you think last year we made so much. This year, it's a little bit more, more of a headache, but it's still growing. You know. Hey, I, I gotta say this. Uh, what, what? First off, what was your first candy apple? You know, candy color paint job. What was your first one? You, I, I used to have an Astro van. Okay. And I still have a. <laughs> have a picture of it in my office and I painted it and I dove into it and Will you should have seen it it was it was beautiful on one side then you go to the other side and it's like oh my god <laughs> it was like so, the Harvey Dent of cars you, and, and people come to me and they say Caddy you know how did you start doing these candy paints you know a lot of people do them but they have to look a certain way yeah you want to so, make sure it's I looking say, like a bowling ball driving you, you know, down <laughs> it, it, if I could count how many candies I painted to get where I'm at today. I mean, I don't even, you know, it was a whole bunch of them to get to know it. Now I'm teaching Junior to do this. Don't do that. You know, so he's a he's a lucky one. What brand are you using in the in the shop? What kind of paint? We're using, we use House of Color for the candy, and we use Exelta for, you know, regular paint jobs, which is, it's DuPont. It, I guess they bought them out now. It's called Exelta. Yeah, that's right. Very yeah. nice. But it's, you know, it's good paint. We had no problem with it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, he does a lot of collision work down there. Um, they yeah, do everything from collision. Let me say, we do the collisions from the other shops. Like, if somebody's customized a car, with it don't even have to be a candy. If it's got big wheels, the normal collision shops won't touch them, so they'll send them to me. You know, we have a relationship with Service King, or they'll say, no, nah, go see Caddy. And I said, me? If it's a collision and the insurance is paying, I'm going to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, Caddy, so, I, I started following yeah. you yesterday on Instagram at Caddy Customs, and 
a lot of the cars that we see, there's this whole donk culture going down in Texas. And these cars, I mean, they're unique in, in various ways. So can you explain kind of the whole just donk culture that's going down? You mentioned it started in Florida that's now uh, in Texas. It, it started off with the big wheels. You know, everybody wants 30, 34s, and it's crazy because, you know, nobody really does just the lifts on the trucks. So the shops were pushed to make money. You have to put these big wheels on it. So you're going to find a way, your fabricator, find a way to put these on and lift the car up. Right. So you had shops building lifts or fabricating truck lifts, put them on these 73, 71 Impalas or the 80 model Caprices. Now it's changing. Now you're putting big wheels and you're tucking the back of them. Wow. <laughs> so it, it, it's actually squatted on the back. I mean, and it's big. I probably have six cars right now and trucks that they're doing that to it's, it's a big wheel so you have to go in there and tub but i guess everybody finds their look and they, they just starts changing you know having a low car has been around for the longest and 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 it, it's coming back i mean it's just but now it's just the back you squat the back and it, you know you get this look but i mean it, it's crazy i mean it, it flips around so many i have customers that come i want this and then you'll have a group of them or buddies and, and they'll spend the money. I mean, it, it's <laughs> and in, in, that, that area and is, it, is really good, you know? And it's not just the, the wheels and, and the lifting the cars. It's also the paint jobs. I mean, I saw one car that looked like a Butterfinger candy bar. I mean, what's up with the whole branding as far as paint jobs and the brands that people are putting on these cars? Is there, they, they, they started doing like the Skittles and, uh, you know that that you know the younger the younger guys, you know they they it's easy to fix up a car to put a just a cheap paint job and put skittles across it with a sticker, you know. So that came about, and you started seeing the more you know the younger crowds do that, you know, and it, it just attracts attention. Having having a car coming down the street where it's it's it could be red and it has skittles all over it, you know, the kids everybody like wow what the you know. And, <laughs> That's what they want. They want the attention. If you drive up to the park, you know, it could be a cheap paint job because I've seen it. Do you think but the car just, just looks good, and, you know, and people look at it, so they like it. You know, it's a, it's a cool-looking car. Do you think people could recognize it right away? They're like, oh, that's a Mr. Caddy car. And actually, I do have another. How did you get the name Caddy? Were you into Cadillacs? Is that where it kind of comes from? Or <laughs> No, my, my name is Everado. My full name is Everado, so... My father-in-law can never say that. He can never and, say Elvarado? Yeah. My father-in-law started calling me Caddy. Nice. And it stuck. I mean, it's, it's been since I was 18, and then I started working for a company, and they go, well, you got to give me another name. We can't put your name. That name is too long. Right. I said, well, my father-in-law calls me Caddy. It's, it's kind of like a Bronx tale. When he's yeah, like, what's like, your name? Like Caladro? We'll call you C. Nice. So, Caddy, speaking about speaking of going back, well, tell us what was your what was your first car? It was an Oldsmobile. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, uh, uh, it was a '78 two-door Oldsmobile, and we painted it. We did, and and back in the days, white interior was really popular. So we painted it a purple. You know, we did it. We didn't. I didn't do a poster then, but. We painted, you know, where I worked at, they would let me go on the weekends, and, and I always put a crazy paint job with pearl, and 
But then I ended up with a a Caprice. I remember, you know, when I, these guys, Caprices, the Porto Caprice are really popular. I said, man, I used to drive one of these when I was younger. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So what got you into uh, the automotive business? I think I got into it because of the father-in-law, the painting, but I've always liked, I mean, when I was a kid, my bikes were licked up. I always liked, I liked the point when somebody can say, man, that is, that's nice, so that's cool. You know, it, it's a, it, it, to me, it's, it's, it's like a trophy for them to tell you that. And we just got more into it and, and, and more now. I mean, it's, it's a lifestyle now. I don't, I'm in a dually right now that's lowered and it's got graphics on the front, like the paint's peeling. And, and, you know, I'm up here at the, at the, at the lake and people that drive up, they just look at it and they're like, and then to me, it's a trophy for them to look at it and give me thumbs up is, you know, it's a trophy. So we just like it, man. Out here, it's anybody that hangs around us, you know, the, you have to have a car. If you pull up, you can't pull up with those factories. <laughs> it's just a thing down here. <laughs> yeah, but I, I remember you bringing that nice, nice car out to uh, SEMA last year. Not, not, not the, the SEMA before. I remember you brought something out there. Yeah, you, it, it, Tell us a little bit was, about that uh, car, what kind of car it was. Excuse me? It was a Chevelle. It was a 72 Chevelle. To have a muscle car that is, you know, paint job and, and muscle and interior, man, out here is people really eat it up, man. They, they, and that, let me tell you, that car brought me so much work. That car was Only hot, people too. people see it, you know? Yeah, that car was amazing. When I saw it, yeah, it's still it's still kicking. We 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 actually they're having a a show at the racetrack in July, and we're taking it out there. And they're 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 doing the racing with whatever wheels are on your car. You have to go down the track with. You can't go and say, "Hey, I'm going to put slicks on it." Yeah. So wow. if you have 24s on it, you have 26s or 30s, and I mean these guys are putting some muscle in these cars. I mean they they're really. It's you know to turn the wheels. I mean, you have to have you have to have some good motor behind it. Yeah, tell me a little bit. About how, how many cars you you would say you do a week? How many cars you do, and and how big is your team? From, look, from collision to custom, I can say we probably do from ten to twelve cars. Wow, a lot of cars. You know, yeah, it's, it's and and it's it's right now it's twenty one of us inside the warehouse. Look at that. That's a big team. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's three full-blown upholstery guys. And I remember when I started with one, I was, and it's right now I need another one. It's just. Wow. But we have two audio guys. You know, I have four body men, preppers. And it gets, I even, like now I hired a guy, man, because it's, you know, I told my guys, I don't want y'all worrying about keeping clean. You work on the cars. I need you working on the car or doing what you have to do to the car instead of worrying about keeping clean. So I got a guy that <laughs> it, it, I said he's not y'all's mate. Remember that he's not y'all's mate, but he's gonna help keep it clean around it. Cause you know how it gets when you get going. You got body man and, and fabricators, and man, when they get it into work, crazy. man, it's like you can't even walk around there. So no, it gets dusty. It's crazy, could, but yeah, it gets Monday through Friday is is really it's crazy over there. It's and, and now that like my daughter's more involved in you know with the customers before. She was just really running the office, and I said, "Well, we need help. You need you need to." So 
So now she's getting her own customers, and Junior gets his own. And you know, what I mean, it's wow. The customers walk in. If they feel you, they're gonna go towards you. You know, absolutely. So let yeah. me. So so uh, I know that uh, you're a new uh, grandpappy, correct? Yes, yes, man. It's, Congratulations. It's, it's the biggest thing in the world, man. I really, you know, I thought cars and all that, but they always told me when you have a grandbaby, it's gonna be crazy. Wow. We did uh, a show in Austin a couple of weeks ago uh, called Roundup, and we built a little pedal car for him. Nice. We got that. <laughs> yeah, we built it. We lowered it. We candied it. We did a nice. That's awesome. A fabricator. Yeah, and, and let me tell you how many people was attracted to that. I said, hey, nobody likes the cars no more. Just, and I guess because he was so young, and they see him in it, and he's liking it. And, I mean, it, to me, it's just the seed that just got planted. You might have a whole other business on your hands there. Do what? I said you might have a whole other business on your hands there because people, like you yeah, said, they see yeah. that and they want it. Like Hot Wheels for kids. Yeah. Yeah, hey, let me tell you, a lot of people, the, the, the guys that go out there and take pictures, hey, would you sell this? I said, I could probably do it, but the amount of time that we put in there, you know, we, we're not thinking money. We're just thinking, oh, we're the grandson. We're going to do this. And my son was involved in a painting. I'm like, well, we couldn't do this if we if we were to sell because we'd have to charge a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, it's a labor of love. And, and and I'm actually looking at a picture of your your grandchild. He's adorable on Instagram at Caddy Customs. Yeah. With, with with Instagram and social media, and this is something Will that you could comment on as well. How important has it been for your business? Because back in the day, I mean, it was just advertising on television. If you were lucky, advertising in the newspaper. Yeah. But now you got Instagram, you got social media, you got all these outlets to get pictures and, and stuff of your work out yeah. there. Let me tell you about Instagram. Ever since Instagram came out, my business has blown up where I get people that say, I never even knew y'all were here. Or I didn't even know you were in Dallas. I'm sending my cars to so-and-so. <laughs> and Instagram, I, you know, you know, like people down here know us a lot. I never had nobody walk up to me and say, hey, Caddy, you don't mind if we take a picture together? And I'll turn around like, wow. Because, <laughs> yeah, I've been following you on Instagram for a year, man. And, you know, I'm getting my funds together and I'm going to come bring you a car. You know, you, me and Junior get that a lot. If I go somewhere, I'll wear a shirt with my name on it. And, and to me, and I don't get it. I can say five years ago, they didn't even know who Caddy was. But Instagram really, I mean, it's, we went to Miami to Fort Jottle Fest. And that was they took care of us over there. We were like, I was like, wow, it feels good that we're way across, you know, our part, and and, and they really respect, you know, we're small, you know, we're we're starting to grow. But He's being humble. They got a nice business going on. Down I can here. see that. He's being real humble. He has a great business and, and a great family. And uh, I'm gonna throw it out there, yo, Caddy. I'm gonna probably need you up here, man. Definitely uh, to do some nice paint work and, and join, you Definitely. know, join our team up here. Definitely, you let me know, man. I'd love to go out there. I'll take Junior with me. We always want you know, to I'm collaborate. Junior, Junior is, is, is slinging the gun now. That, nice, I do, nice. We have to get yes, him on there. I do, I do the candies, but he's doing really good. You know. Yeah, we need yeah. to do something together. Definitely, we got to definitely collaborate without a doubt. This, you know, this summer. Definitely, definitely. You know, I'm open. So, Caddy, we, we, we talked about your Instagram, but if people are listening and they want to find out more about um, maybe they want to get a car done and they're in your area, how, how can they find you? 
I mean, they can look us up, Patty's Customs. You know, we're on Facebook, Instagram. I mean, and, and you just pull it up, you know, Caddy's Customs, and it'll pop up. I mean, you can go in there and look. A lot of people, I tell them, just pull us up and, and go through it. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in there, and you'll find something that you're looking for. If you like it, call us up. You know, come see us. Hey, listen. Thank you, Caddy, for, for joining us here at uh, We Unique Radio. It's always a pleasure having good friends on the on the radio with us. And, uh, yes. you know, we wish you the best and hopefully to see you very soon. Thank you, man. Anytime, man. Just give me a buzz. All right. Thanks. You got it. Thank, thank you so much, Caddy. Thank you, fellas. Love. Bye. Thanks, brother. Bye-bye. All right. We'll be back right after this. Unique Radio is powered by Oracle. Oriful has a product range where you will find many of the top brands encountered in the target industries of graphic film, reflective sheetings, and industrial purpose adhesive tapes. Visit willcastro.com and click on the Oriful banner to get a sample card with the newest unique colors by Will Castro. The Oriful brands are known and trusted in the industry for their consistent high quality, backed up by years of industry experience, top customer service, and excellence in meeting market requirements. Visit them on the web at orifolrestyling.com. Now, guys, I got to tell you, that was great talking to Caddy. I mean, he got things popping He's amazing. Off, and you know what? He's taking a little R&R and took a little time out to talk to us. On the boat. On the yeah. boat. Cleaning the boat, actually. He was cleaning. On the lake house. Was on the lake house, the whole nine. Right. My boy is working hard and playing hard. So big shout to Caddy. Thank you for uh, joining us uh, t- this Saturday. And um, what's next? See, I don't want to keep saying what's so next. Somebody cut me off. I'm cutting you off right now because <laughs> I think I think we that talked. That was ab- great about you know Caddy taking out time of his day to really speak to us. That was great. That was great. But I think that we talked a little bit about in the beginning of the show about the fate and the furious, the fate of the furious. I haven't seen me. the movie. I gotta go see it. Right? I did. Yeah, you saw it. Mm-hmm. I gotta see it. it what did you think? It was good, but at this point. You know what you're getting when you're stepping into the movie. The cars are the stars. Sound effects. Yeah, the action was was incredible. <laughs> and I'm curious to see what they do for the next film. Because Can I get a little cameo on this film? How does that work? You oh. got to make some of the phone calls. Yeah, you got to call your, your PR team. Your publicist. <laughs> <laughs> that yes. wonderful PR team of yours. Yeah, it's, which is me. So I'm doing a bad job. <laughs> I don't know. Will, Wilhelmina. The Wilhelmina PR team. There you go. Get Emily wow. Ratajkowski to do some Instagram influencing for you. Wow. That was a nice tie-in. Um, That's so, what I do. Yeah. <laughs> He's the tie-in man. So we talked about that at the beginning of the show, but what really that really got us uh, thinking about some of the best car movies that have been out there because the Fast and the Furious franchise will definitely take its place you know, when in 10, 15 years from now, when someone else is talking about this, hopefully it's still us, but th- that will be up there. But there were movies that came before that uh, that were definitely automotive related. So, Will, what were some of your favorite automotive movies? Smoking the Bandit. Oh, the, amen. Amen to that. Smoke, let me get that, that phone. I'm sorry. Somebody got to grab it because they keep on ringing. Pick up the phone. Let's, let me get they're going to call you're back. Gonna, you're going to take a call right now? No yeah. problem. Yeah, hello? <laughs> hello? 917, who is that? It's going to ring again. That's uh, Mama Gun's going to call back. Oh, you know we do call back. Five mm-hmm. times if we have to let it ring 12 times. Yeah. Smokey and the Band is probably one of my favorite ones with, you know, Burt Reynolds. Amen to that. That Trans Am was serious. Um, then after that, 
it's not necessarily a car movie, but I would say like paid in full. They had a lot of car scenes in there, so that was pretty dope. So you're saying that the it movie definitely wasn't about cars, no, like no, it wasn't. There, the car wasn't a star of that movie, like it was in uh, Smoking the yeah, Bandit. Like, but there was I look a at lot cars, of cars. Yeah, like car scenes to me is, I just get crazy when I see car scenes. It doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, a car about a car movie. Um, but that's the, the the thing that's weird about this Starsky list. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, because they got with the old that, school. Yeah, they got the Torino in there. You right. know what I'm saying? Like that, the red one with the white stripe. I mean, Starsky right. was killing the roads with that thing. There was always a car scene. Right. You know, that. Um, what about a getaway car? What about Steve McQueen, the bullet? Gone in 60 seconds when Gone I think about seconds. getaway car. We'll talk about car scenes. The want, Italian job? Hold on. You want to go oh. Steve McQueen. What about Le Mans? Did you not like Le Mans? No. I see. I like. I actually will watch Le Mans. Like they actually, the the it's like the twenty four hour, three day, racing thing in right. in France. See, I like I like NASCAR. Mm. See, you know, like either you're a Grand Prix, like open wheels and all that, or you know, NASCAR. I like did you stock see? Cars. Did you see Rush? That movie was dope. Which one is that? One? That was the one that Ron Howard did about uh, Nikki Lauda. And oh yes, um, I did. I, I did watch yeah. that. That was pretty good. And James I, Hunt, I hate when I, I get interrupted with a film. Like you know, like when you get interrupted in a film and then you forget to go back to where you look. Like if you do it like three times, you get interrupted three times. Like you lose interest. In the exactly, movie. you're That's no longer in to it. Me on that movie a couple times. I think <laughs> well, I think it was on Netflix as well. Like I've watched it a couple times and I and I never get made it all the way through. It. Yeah. You mentioned Burt Reynolds, and one of my earliest memories of a car movie was actually Cannonball Run Part Two, because yes. by that time I think I was like maybe five or something when it came out. Or so I remember watching it, and they did this really cool thing. You know when those movies do the beginning opening of like Twenty First Century Fox? Mm-hmm. Well, they had like the, like cartoon animated cars running through like the two and the zero, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. That was, yeah. and, and I remember that was the first time I saw a Lamborghini Countach, and I was just like, oh my god! And of course, it was like two hot chicks driving it, so I'm like, oh, I want to be them. Two hot chicks driving a Countach. I know a good one, also Raquel Welch. Remember that? Oh, I love oh, her. Yeah. Speed and Jug. Remember that one with the ambulance? Speed and Jugs. <laughs> Wait, is this? <laughs> you know a, hold yeah. on, is this a movie or yeah, some kind of other movie? No, no, it's a regular movie. Raquel Welch. No, 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 no. Actually, uh, I think that wasn't also, on the list. <laughs> Speaking jokes. I don't know. It was crazy. I, I, I think I've, I got the wrong title, but probably. Yeah, but it was with a, like an ambulance or something like that. There was like a bunch of ambulances, like they were racing each other. But it was cool. Movie. I'm surprised that Herbie isn't on here. Remember Herbie with the little, oh, uh, yeah. the little bug, yeah, the bug yeah. that had a oh, personality. I, well, the list that you're referring to is just the list that I kind of just assembled of just a bunch of car movies that were put together. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, if you're into Herbie, you know that's. Not fully loaded. You, you I'm, do, not you. I'm not down with that you. I'm not down with that Lindsay Lohan reboot. Well, actually, that movie that you were talking about before with Raquel Welch. Yes. It was actually called. It's actually called Mother Jugs and Speed. Oh. Also, oh, he was pretty close. Jugs. Mugs and Jugs. Hey, no. You I were mean, thinking what? of Mugs and Jugs. Yeah, down in Clearwater. Great wings, by the way. Oh, it's a wing spot. <laughs> it's a wing spot. Is it like a Hooters? It's like a Hooters, basically. But eh, I mean, well, no. The waitress, yeah, no, nah, big shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, no, my wigs, not real, I want my wigs to come out right. I digress. They got the best wings. You digress. You digress. Yeah. They, they got the best wings. Um, I've been going there for years. My mom goes there. Everybody goes there. Mugs and Jugs. Mugs That's and Jugs. Clear water. Yeah, they 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 great fans of the show. It's <laughs> phenomenal. But yeah, I thought it's uh, I thought it was the mug jugs whatever. What was it? What's it called? It's mother jugs. Mother yes. jugs. And speed. Okay, so the three ones I think was uh, Bill Cosby was one of them, wasn't he? 
Was he? Oh was my he God. the mother, the judge, well, or the speaker? Danny, it was I think Raquel Dan, Welch. Danny DeVito, Bill Cosby. Yes. Bill Cosby. Harvey and, Keitel. No, and then also, um, yes, and also uh, Burt Reynolds, I think, was in it Dick too. Dick Buttkiss, man. <laughs> this, this. Oh, my God. Wait. Hold on. I just had an epiphany. Larry Hagman. There's actually a person named Dick Buttkiss. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, he's the man. We call him Coach. Coach. They have JR was in it from Dallas. Larry what was Hagman. everybody else's movies? I know those were mine. I mean, that, that was a serious ambulance movie, too. Well, I love that you had Mother's <laughs> Mother Drugs and Speed. Um, there's, I mean, there was just so many movies. Uh, personally, I really loved the Stephen King movie, Christine. Can I just say something real quick? Yes, yes, yes. Bill Cosby's character was mother. Yeah. yeah and obviously, Raquel Welch had to be Jugs. Jugs, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Why wasn't she I just... From it. No, it was the bomb, I'm telling you. Why was wasn't great. she just mother Jugs? And then she had this, like, like this cool white outfit. Oh, like, she might have been... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would have definitely wanted to be sick. I think Harvey Keitel <laughs> was sick, sick throughout the whole thing. Right. He was staring at her Jugs. He was speed. He might have grabbed Raquel Welch's drink, though. I don't know, so... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ma- Raquel Welch, <laughs> yeah, she, into oh, her crushed. 60s, Looked amazing. Cosby was very disappointed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so back to the the car movies, Christine actually was one of my favorite oh, yeah. uh, movies simply because it was, I love Stephen King, first of all. I think his movies and his books are really great. But his way of being suspenseful, like to make a car be real creepy. Obsessed, yeah. yeah and, and even the way the character, the guy that played, um, we'll edit that out. The car itself. <laughs> I like that he said. You're going to edit that out. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> right. That's is, in now. Yeah, this is in. As soon as you say it's getting edited out. It's <laughs> hey, that's not fair. All right, so let's. <laughs> um, All right, so what, what are the films? But yeah, no, Christine was great. Because we're going to take, car- take away from the Michael Rappaport show. We don't <laughs> yeah. fact check here. Um, Christine was a really great, great movie. So recently I actually saw this movie. So I'm a huge Tom Hardy fan. I have this joke with my boyfriend all the time that if there was one celebrity that I could. He's on your I, list. Yeah, he's my list. Right. He's, uh, he, Only one? He's my list. Uh, well, okay, him and Michael Fassbender. I thought there's usually a five. A five, yeah. Really? Yeah, five people. I didn't. I just did like the top two or top three. Oh, and Keanu Reeves. So it's basically Tom Hardy. Michael Fassbender and Keanu Reeves. Speaking so you're of almost Reeves, there to the five, so just add two just more. Just add two more. And right, then I'll you're good to it. go. Um, but anyways, there was a movie that I saw recently with Tom Hardy. It was called Locke, L-O-C-K-E. And it basically just shows him driving this like really nice BMW in England while he's dealing with his personal life. And it's just such an interesting car movie because he's literally sitting in the car the whole time. But it's interesting because then you just get you you just listen to his conversation that he's having and dealing with his life while he's in the car. So it's, it's really fascinating, actually. I liked it. But that's what, what's confusing about this list. Um, well, I noticed that that lock made it on the list. I never heard of that movie before. I heard about it. I haven't seen it. But <laughs> it's, it's interesting because... No smoking in the Bandit, though. Everyone has a different criteria when it comes to what makes a movie the greatest car movie for them. It's not just as black and white as you look at a movie like The Italian Job. Oh, great movie. Great movie. Was it the Mini Cooper was yes. the big car yeah, they, in that? They packed a bunch of them in that trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then... Yeah. Wahlberg, right? Like a getaway... Yeah, Charlize, uh, Charlize Theron, right? Like yeah. a getaway driver type of movie. There's a new movie coming out directed by the guy that did uh, Shaun of the Dead. And, um, Simon this guy, Pegg, right? No, Edgar Wright. Oh, he's the director. It's right. called Baby Driver, and it's about a getaway driver. So the criteria of what makes a really good car movie is different for everyone. So when you're looking at Mother Jugs and Speed. <laughs> oh my God, that'll never get old. <laughs> well, we know what he's looking at. Yeah. Mother. <laughs> when you're looking at Jugs. But listen, no. no they were cool ambulances. But listen, the, the title is not Mother Jugs and Speed. It's Mother... 
comma jugs comma and speed. Yeah, yeah. There you go. See, so speeds in there. It's but it's not like mother jugs and speed. It's mother jugs and speed. Right. Yeah. She, I was hoping she could be my mom. Oh man, mama. Imagine she's yeah. going to speed. Like, like imagine she's taking you to like elementary. <laughs> like, that's my mom. She's mad cool, right? Oh now. man, I don't know about that. You wouldn't want to uh, to wish that upon sick. yourself. No. <laughs> But th- is that the type of movie you like? Do you like the, the movies that are like comedy? You, you mentioned Smokey and the Bandit before. Or a movie like Rush that was directed by Ron Howard about James Bond and Nicky no, Lauda. Gone in 60 Seconds was probably a, a hot movie. I think. Yes. The Shelby. Yeah. Amazing car. But, I mean, they just went uh, – that car in itself is amazing. Obviously, that was the star of the movie. But they definitely gave a lot of love to a lot of different cars in that movie. All, all the hottest cars, uh, makes and models were in there. So that's that, to me – I mean, they showcased a lot of cars, so that you know that was very important. To, that's part of my criteria. Is Grease on this list? But hey, Grease. you guys. I mean, hello, De Niro, Taxi Driver. I mean, would you consider that a car movie? Not really. No. But but he's a taxi driver. It's a car. He's in a car. But it's just yeah. and it's showing the madness of it. Like, it's not a remarkable car. It's just a right. regular taxi. If he had yeah. like take if he had souped up the Chevy Nova yeah, the from Death Proof. in Speed. That's a hot, that was a hot ambulance. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's a cool ambulance. That thing was a serious van on wheels. So you're saying if Raqu- if, Raqu- if Raquel Welch was, she driving, was driving the taxi, she, no. then nah, you'd be good. Be, no, I don't know about that, but maybe. Or maybe have Raquel Welch play the role that Sybil Shepherd. You had gotta watch the movie. Nice. As the I'm gonna check it out now. As the is it on Netflix? source of <laughs> Robert De Niro's Travis Bickle's fascination is Mother Judge. Wait, hold on. This is the assignment for all of us for for Jim, Ricky, and I. That by next weekend... You're going to poke my eye out if you okay. keep pointing that... By next week, we're going to have to watch Mother Drugs and Speed, Speed and give our two-second uh, opinion on Review. it. Yeah, I our critique. Like it. But uh, listen, everyone have a great weekend. Yes. <laughs> I got the role. <laughs> I got to start getting into a speed car. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Exactly. I think Will's definitely looking forward to... Uh, Detailing that uh, beautiful car outside because it's it's a beautiful weekend. So yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's a go kart. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be don't be, say that. It's a beautiful car. It is. It's very beautiful. So. Oh my God, Doug, the Back to the Future DeLorean. Why, why didn't we? Yeah, that's not on this list either. What the? This oh, is blasphemy. This list. I, listen, it was just a list I put. I mean, don't you guys know your car movies? Can I tell listen, you a quick story? When I Locke went to is on there, that's all I'm gonna say. When I I've never heard of that. Movie. When I went to Universal, uh, sorry, not Universal. When I went to Disney World in Florida, when I was like eight years old, you know how you could go into those like ten minute shows that everyone yeah. goes sits in the audience. Yeah. Well, they had the DeLorean there, and you know, they asked everyone if anyone wanted to be a part of the the scene. The scene. And I raised my hand, and I got to move the windshield wipers. So like when you're nice. actually watching the DeLorean in the movie and the windshield wipers are going, it's because someone's like moving them. So I got to do that and experience that. Uh, that was pretty. Yeah, cool. I thought it was. I think it was, I did one of those too, like where the rocks is falling and shit. And, and was, it, was it the Indiana <laughs> Jones? Was, I think I was in an earthquake or something like that. They had me in the Universal Studios. Too. Oh right, right, yeah. And like the thing is like the a, back lot tour, yeah. I think. Oh, that's in California. Well, did you get to actually do something? Yeah. No, no, not like a real movie. Yeah, they're like shake and pretend like well, rocks are I falling. Did. I, I had to talk to my agent. I know the publicist. You call, were, your, call your PR people. Yeah, Will was in the fate of the furious, and no one told him. He's <laughs> <laughs> not getting any residuals. <laughs> uh, Maybe it was the sequel to Mother Jugs and I, know. I think I'm gonna redo that movie. Reboot it. Yeah, I could definitely. Do Who that. would play uh, Jugs? I keep I like saying Mother Jugs. <laughs> That's a very good Kate idea. Kate Upton. Yeah, 
Yeah. Or what about uh, what's her name there? Oh, Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. No, she's she's so annoying. I'm not oh hating. Listen, God. I never said anything ba- bad. I just Alrighty. don't, you know. Let's rock and roll here to the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> to next week. <laughs> well, we got to, we got to, you got to close out the, the, okay. the car close conversation. Close it out for everybody. Close it out? Close it out. All no, right. like, like. <laughs> Jimmy's like, no, let's start editing. You, you could just, like, listen, there's, there's so many movies that we could talk about. We could go really deep with this. You know, there's just so many. Yeah, I think we went through all the movies. All right, listen. We could go through keep we could keep on going through a lot of movies. Those were all great movies, but I just feel that this was a great show. Stay tuned next week to We Unique Radio. Make sure that you check out Twitter, our Instagram, We Unique Radio. Love you guys. Have a great weekend and drive safe. Don't let anybody drive you. Bye. Hey, if you want to stay connected to the show, follow us on your favorite social media accounts at We Unique Radio. Listen to new episodes of Unique Radio every week on SoundCloud. And make sure you subscribe, like, and rate us on iTunes. You can find us at We Unique Radio.